You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cuz, we live. We live. It's Locked On Hornets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. You can subscribe to the pod on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at Locked On Hornets, at Walker Mail, and at Not of the Scribe. If you do that, then you can participate in our mailbag episode every single Wednesday. It's a mailbag edition today on the Locked On Hornets podcast. And boy, Nada, you got a ton <laughs> you. yeah no like like everybody k- keeps giving me a whole bunch more questions and like the mailbag is getting bigger and bigger and we have no one to thank but you guys for this like for real for yeah real. thank you so much for contributing all the questions we like them a ton and they're smart questions they're fun questions and we have a huge mailbag that we're not even going to be able to get to a double digit amount today i mean we're going to get to as many yeah. as we can and then we even look further down the list and we're just putting a lot more in the vault that we can get to in the future and it, it's going to continue to pile up i i mean the we may have to just to clear out the mailbag we may have to do a double mailbag ep- episode next week. it's a double mailbag yeah we may end up we may end up doing one next week because kind of we need the content because after tonight there's not going to be another hornets game until next thursday so we're gonna need the content it's beautiful a double mailbag i can't wait it's going to be a sight to see and let's jump right in um so let's get to a couple of the first questions that we have nada declared on twitter that we are going to start with Joan, please. Joan PLS and the question that that was sent in by. So that's what we'll do. Uh, the question is, do you think we will actually go after a big man rim protector by a trade deadline by the trade deadline? Don't we have an open roster spot? Uh, the latter is yes. The Hornets have an open roster spot about four million in space under the salary cap. So if uh, Mitch Kupchak does decide to use that, he's got that tool in order to go get somebody that might be more defensive oriented to go try to protect the rim and not if they did that maybe that would allow them to not pack the paint as much as they do actually go out on the perimeter and not give up franchise record-breaking performances every single outing when it comes to made threes i actually don't know if they would uh, would do that i I don't want to give up you know second round picks i'm a pick hoarder i've become that guy i don't love getting rid of it especially if you're gonna have to do something like that in, in order to bring on somebody Um, to help protect the rim a little bit. I just think it's really going to be more towards the draft that they decide to do that um, unless they want to go out in free agency and find one of these other guys that's out on the market. And plus, are are you are you wanting to go all in and, and and it's not even all in, but are you wanting to, you know, put some assets or put something forth in order to get uh, in order to get that rim protector to help you out and try to get into the postseason at the end of all of this? I would say. Um, if you're saying, do I think they actually will do that? I don't think they're going to do that by the trade deadline, even though they do have that open roster spot. I don't think they're going to do it by the trade deadline either. Like if you're telling me they're going to they're going to add somebody, I could see them adding a more defensive wing, like a legitimate three and D guy. I think you they, they add someone like that, someone that can come in with Malik and a, as well, just bolster the, the the back unit and then at the same time make it so that you don't have to play 
the Martin twins. I can see a three and D guy, like a backup three and D guy coming in. I, as, in terms of the big man situation, like to quote Dave Gettleman again, the answer's probably on the roster. They're probably going to take whoever's playing better when the bubble's done of Nick Richards or Vernon Carey, insert him into the lineup, and we're going to experiment that way. And if one fails, then the other one's going to go in and try and take those minutes from Biz. I think that's going to have to be the answer for this season, at least. Because for right now, who's the big that you go get? Because we're, let, let's be honest now. They're not trading for Andre Drummond. We know that from, like, they're not trading him. And if Andre Drummond gets waived or something like that and foregoes his bird rights, I just don't see a scenario where he's going anywhere but Brooklyn. Well, and how like, much is he even protecting the rim? And, you know, Andre that, Andre is is not a player. There, the thing about Andre Drummond, too, is there's a reason that he was traded for literally – the league minimum in order to create a trade transaction. The only, <laughs> it was basically Cleveland just saying, all right, we're going to give you this pick. That's really never going to convey so we can lock in Andre Drummond. And that's about all we're willing to give up. I, it, it's no one, no one really wants Andre Drummond, certainly at that, at that number that he's on right now. Absolutely. And I don't blame them. Like at this point with like, at this point, unfortunately, with what he is, he's just not worth it. He's not worth it at all. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I just, I'm just like at the point of with Andre Drummond, there, it like the idea of him is a lot better than what he is in actual practice. Is he going to fall in line in a place where there's going to be a whole lot more stars? Probably, but that's still not like here. So unfortunately, this is what it is. You know? Yeah, and. and- and I think when you're talking about it, just overall what the Hornets would want anyway. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's a guy that you're you're really talking about. So uh, we'll move on to another question, a part of the mailbag episode, the Project C mailbag. He continues to send in questions and we appreciate appreciate it. He's a staple. Uh, he has been. He says, if this looks like a six to eight seed team this season, do you give next year's first for a Marvin Bagley? Is he worth a likely back half of the lottery um, kind of pick. To me, no, I'm not giving up anything to go get Marvin Bagley. And it's unfortunate. You know, I hate to see Marvin struggle because I I actually, I liked Marvin Bagley, obviously, coming out of the NBA draft. And I know uh, everyone else was destroying the Sacramento Kings for not drafting Luka Doncic in that spot. And I actually defended the Kings like an idiot saying, hey, look, Luka's awesome, but Marvin is going to be really good too. And eventually that just hasn't uh, come to fruition nearly as much, not even close. And Luka is the best player on a rookie scale contract in the NBA. He's the best NBA prospect that there is right now. So, okay, stupid. Kings deserve to be criticized now, of course. And in hindsight, we can all do that. I I, I even, I, I think there's some hope for Marvin Bagley, but even defensively, right? Like we just talked about rim protection, would you go get rid of something in order to bring somebody in with that open roster spot, not on a very big salary whatsoever? You know, Marvin, you're not trading anything of real value to go get someone that hasn't quite panned out yet and even defensively has huge, huge problems. There was that there was that clip circulating on Twitter just a couple of days ago where, I mean, he just, he, he's a pushover. He, he doesn't, he, he provides zero resistance despite the athleticism that he possesses 
just zero resistance at the at the at the rim. And I don't think the Hornets want that. You're not getting rid of a first round pick in order to go get a guy like a Marvin Bagley. I, I no. I, and and look, I get it, right? Like, do you go get someone with that kind of talent? If you are in the later part of the lottery, is that somebody you want to go take a chance on? But the answer to me is no, Nada, because the defensive inefficiency and he just hasn't provided no. what you thought he would coming into the NBA. Quite honestly, this is what, and me and you were talking about this, t- talking literally about this question before the show started. Like, if there's a big from the Kings that I'm going to give something up, and I'm not even talking about a first round pick, it's not Bagley, it's Rashawn Holmes. Rashawn Holmes is a guy that'll re- that can defend, is a guy that can rebound, and is a guy that can move his feet on. Like, that's the kind of guy the Hornets need. They don't need one of those guys that can space the floor. They don't need another big that can do that. They need a guy that they know can defend. A, a big that can defend would change a whole lot of this, a whole lot of the scheme of what the Hornets do, quite honestly. So if you're going to tell me, if you tell me I have to trade for a big from the Kings, it's not Bagley, it's Holmes. And the only issue that you have with a guy like Rashawn Holmes, honestly, is that you're going to have to pay him at the end of the season. That's the only thing that's going to probably be the bad thing about it. But Rashawn Holmes fixes a lot of the problems that the Hornets would have. So that's my answer to that. All right, we'll take a quick break. But first, I want to talk to you guys about CBDMD. March is National Sleep Month. And as the official CBD of a good night's sleep, our good friends at CBDMD want to help you celebrate the right way. I want to celebrate March and National Sleep Month for sure. They've got dozens of options to help you relax, recharge, and enhance your right time routine. And there's uh, nothing more calming than a nice hot bath. I think I said right time. I think it should be called right time and nighttime when you're dealing with CBDMD. CB- the nighttime is the right time. <laughs> it's the right time. CBD bath salts fuse superior CBD with a mixture of Epsom, Dead Sea, and Himalayan salts to turn any bathtub into a luxury spa experience. You can choose from lavender or eucalyptus scents or a soothing nighttime blend with melatonin and calming herbs, while CBD bath bombs provide a refreshing, relaxing bath experience. By combining 100 milligrams of CBD with essential oils, Epsom salt, and calming natural scents to help you soak away the day. And to make it even easier to relax, you can regroup and recharge. They're offering all of our listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code NBA at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com, promo code NBA, for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD products from CBDMD. We have more questions coming up right after the break on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. This is Locked on Hornets. I do not like the MB2 nickname. That Lame- oh, it's bad. Lamelo, come yeah. on, man. I mean, look, I, I love everything else about you, but the MB times two. How in the world do you not like Airbnb, but you like MB times two? I yeah. that's that's bad. We can't allow him to create, and that's the that's the, the reason the rule exists. You can't give yourself your nickname. You can't do no, that. Exactly. So, this is as I'm, bad as Kevin Durant wanted to call himself the servant. It's time for more of the Locked On Hornets podcast. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, two top teams in the NBA's Western Conference battle it out before the All-Star break. Will the Suns and Lakers meet again in the Western Conference Finals? Spicy. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your pods. All right, let's move on. We've got some more questions to get to. David Willis 32 on Twitter writes in, what one player on the roster fits with LaMelo the least for the future, 
who could be that one player uh, realistically that is traded for a better fit. So I'll read that again. What one player on the roster fits with LaMelo the least for the future? Who could that one player be realistically traded for that fits better? Nada, do you have an answer for this one at the top of the dome? For me, it's Devontae right now. Like I know, and again, granted, there are going to be those that that are listening to this and say statistically you'd be wrong, Nada, and I I would absolutely agree. But if you're talking about building around a guy, building around Lamelo Ball, I'm not sure Devontae fits unless we're talking about someone that's going to improve his uh, his perimeter shot. Not not necessarily perimeter shot, but um, is can only be can be more than a perimeter guy because for right now, for what Devontae Graham is to an extent. It's very much a once once you chase him off the line, he's effectively useless. And you can't have that if you're talking about a team that is going to be built around LaMelo and having to probably be built with a whole bunch of shooters. Again, shooters and another probably sat um, another an, a, another basically superstar. So where I'm worried about it is that if it's Devonte, like Devonte, you have effectively three weeks to trade him because I don't think the sign and trade market's going to be there this year. So if you're telling me he, you have three, I'm sorry, three weeks to trade him. Good luck because I'm not sure that this trade deadline, especially in the era where teams are going to be kind of gun shy and are probably in asset management mode where they're not going to be blowing a whole bunch of money, not least till the summer when they know that people are actually going to be in the building. I don't think you're going to see too many teams add salary because it doesn't make sense. I can see garbage in, garbage out, Um, but not add salary. This goes back to something we talked about yesterday. I don't know. I actually think Devontae can fit well offensively with LaMelo Devonte can handle the basketball. He's a really good decision maker. Those are the things that I prioritize. And when you are at for him, and when you talk about his shooting ability, he's at least demonstrated he has that ability to hit at a decent clip from the perimeter. But it's it hasn't been there in the 25 games that he played this season. He's a little bit injury prone, but at least what he's been this season. But so we can even just negate that fact. It's someone not a that the field goal percentage at the best mark of his career came in at 38.2%, mm-hmm. and that was just last season. The best three-point percentage he's ever put up, that was 37.3% that came last season. He's down to 347 and he improved after a really bad shooting slump to open up the year. But the two-point percentage has also been really, really bad, and it's gotten yeah. worse. I thought Devontae would get better in that category. I, I thought for, for one reason, I didn't think it could get much worse than it had the the previous year, shooting 39.7. He's shooting 36.1% from inside the arc. And I actually thought that would get better, not because one, you just have another year under your belt, but there's also a lot more talent on your roster that would draw attention away. Devontae's not the number one assignment to stop defensively anymore, like he was last year, certainly on the perimeter. They started to run him off of the line, and as you mentioned, he's just not nearly as effective scoring once he drives um, on, in, in, uh, inside two-point range. So I, I don't want to say that Devontae doesn't fit with LaMelo because 
I think that those two can coexist offensively just fine. I think Devontae is still probably the answer if I have to choose one. Terry Rozier has become one of the elite shooters in the league. Catch and shoot variety, just overall three-point percentage, it's been bananas the last two seasons. I think that's valuable enough. I don't think one is so leaps and bounds better defensively over the other that you are you know, choosing them strictly for their defense. Devontae is a lot better decision maker than Terry with the ball in his hands. I do think Terry's been better at that this season. And the thing that's made Terry a lot better this year, not only has been the three point shooting percentage, but man, he's finishing at a better clip when he gets to yeah. the paint and, and his shot selection has been better. Devontae the contract is going to get somewhat close to Terry as far as the annual pay. And Terry's only got one more year left on his deal after this. Not a Devante's the guy that has to go in this scenario. Mm-hmm. And, and I wanted to take that chance on Devante. A lot. I understand a lot of people that didn't want to take that chance coming into this year. You were one that didn't want to, I thought, you know what? There's not a ton of good that happens via the young player variety with the Charlotte Hornets team. I want to hold on to that guy and it just hasn't happened. Now he's injury prone. I hope, or now he's been injury ridden. I shouldn't say prone. He's been injury ridden this season so far. He's just been having those nagging types of things that have kept him off of the court. So we'll see how he's able to get over that. If he's able to get over that as the season goes on, but the numbers, they, they suggest that Devante is the guy to let go of. And and that's not necessarily again, because I think he's a bad fit with LaMelo. I I don't think that really exists on this team that there's this awful, awful fit with LaMelo ball. I just think Devante is probably that guy that is most expendable because of LaMelo's presence and others uh, presence on the roster. I don't necessarily, I do think there's a bad fit. If if you're a one way guy, if you cannot guard your man and if you, if you're offense only, so, I mean, but then this roster is full of bad fits then (laughs) I'm not just, again, you, you hear me say that literally again, I'm not denying (laughs) that part. Like there are a whole bunch of bad fits on this roster. I'm, I I do think that you need more two way guys on this roster. The problem is I don't necessarily, I don't know how to fix it, but if we're, if we're going to talk about a guy, that's probably the worst fit of a guy of a whole bunch of one way guys. For right now, it's Devontae. That's the problem. Um, Yeah, the thing is, you know, even the advanced stats, they'll suggest something different. You know, he still had a major positive impact. If you look at ESPN's real plus minus some other things that'll point to him, he ranked 15th in the NBA in that category. James Brego still loves him. He called him a big part of the program and he talked about how he missed him. Um, that's going back to uh, heading into the last Timberwolves game. I, I, I don't think Devonte is a bad fit with LaMelo. I don't think those guys are, are that they can't coexist. I just think Devonte probably is the best answer for that. So um, yeah, we agree on that one. All right. And more Devonte stuff. Here's Daniel tap writing in. If Devonte misses a few more weeks post all-star break, do you think it'd be better to offer him a longer term, smaller annual salary deal, something to the tune of three years, $36 million or a shorter prove it type deal to allow him to enter free agency next summer. Not, I don't think Devonte is going to go with a one year deal. If the injuries nope. do take more of a toll this season, maybe that makes it more likely even that he decides to go with a longer term deal because of that. But I, I mean, I don't see a one year deal that Devonte Graham is uh, agreeing to, um, to, to try to prove something more. I, I get the question because the injuries they're starting, you know, he missed the whole road trip. We'll see. Hopefully he's able to come back after this all-star break gives him some more rehab time. But I, I think you're still offering something more of the, the longer term multiple seasons rather than just one. 
Yeah, like that's the thing. Like I am of the mind that if Devonte, if you're telling me that Devonte Graham is going to come with a lower deal just because of one injury, I don't think you understand the market. And I love Danny in the chat. Danny's one of my favorite listeners. <laughs> the problem that I just see with this, and, and it goes back to the conversation we had yesterday, is name me the guy that's going to be the bell of the ball in this free agent class coming up. Who is it? Because at this point, it may be Malik Monk. That's what we're talking about right now. We're talking about a 23-year-old that's had one season of really, really dom- uh, just I'm not even going to call it dominant, but really, really elite shooting. He's had one season of that. And if you want to throw in the 13 games from last year, there's that. But if you're telling me that Malik is like the prima donna of this ball, why can't Devontae Graham, a guy that shot just as well as Malik, did last year. We have one more segment to go, but first, of course, I want to talk to you guys about Built Bar because they have 18 amazing flavors. They have six new flavors and 12 original. In fact, the six new are becoming somewhat of the staple as well. Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia. Also want to give love to lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. The great thing about Built Bar is not only is it covered in chocolate, not only is it easy to chew, not only are they delicious, but they're actually good for you. They only come in between 130 to 180 calories usually, so they're great for the health-conscious guy. And it doesn't matter if you don't want much sugar, if you want high protein, if you want high fiber, or you're on the keto diet, it is able to check all those boxes off. And you also get a free cooler with your purchase while supplies last. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON20, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Again, use promo code LOCKEDON20 for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. One more segment to go on the Lockdown Hornets podcast, a part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. This is Locked On Hornets. And the Google description here says, on contracts made before June, where the wheat is deliverable in December, either wheat of the grades, named or numbered, <laughs> B shares Batik of New York, N.B.A. So take that for what you will. It's a lot of information I just threw at you. I apologize. What was the grade? The Yeah, the wheat was graded uh, C-. minus. Let's get them on. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. March Madness is only a few weeks away, but the future of the NBA is on display right now. You can get a head start on this year's draft analysis by subscribing to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board podcast. Draft guru Chad Ford has released his Big Board 2.0 with profiles of Kate Cunningham, Jalen Suggs, Evan Mobley, and plenty more. You can subscribe to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board pod wherever you get your podcast. And also, you can go to Bet Online AG because they have the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, the NHL, all of those sports are in full swing. They give you uh, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. They have you covered for all the news, scores, odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Your sports uh, online sportsbook experts, promo code locked on for betonline.com. AG. So we are having mad technical difficulties right now. I'm not able to hear nada. We're choppy, bad internet connection, and it's really tough to try to get this last segment underway. So I apologize for that. We're going to try to get to a couple of these questions maybe tomorrow. We're also going to recap that game against the Minnesota Timberwolves that they'll be playing tonight. If the Hornets are able to go three and three on this road trip, that would be fantastic. 
not a laugh in my face when I asked him if we're going to go three and three on this road trip. It hurt, honestly. Nada just pointed at me. I was the kid in the corner sitting in fetal position while Nada was being the bully taking my lunch money and laughing in my face, getting all of his friends to laugh at me as well. Well, look at the chance they have right now. They beat the Phoenix Suns. They also beat the Sacramento Kings. They straight stole it from them. Talk about stealing lunch money. Straight grabbed it from the Sacramento Kings after the massive choke job they pulled off at the end of the fourth quarter. So if they beat Minnesota tonight, who they're favored against, and rightfully so, by the way, Minnesota has been awful this season, then they can finish this road trip three and three, which you would have absolutely taken. I very, very clearly would have taken three and three on this six game trip out West. And then they'll come back home. They'll get some rest. They'll be able to rehab. Hopefully Devonte Graham's injury. They will be taking another trip very shortly after the all-star break is over and regular season action resumes. But it certainly would have been a good trip if they're able to pull this off again tonight. We'll recap it tomorrow. And we'll also get to some of the questions that we missed out on. Want to do you guys right with this mailbag episode. And again, we apologize for the technical difficulties that will do it for this episode of locked on Hornets. Thanks again to you guys for supporting the show. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of locked on NBA Hollinger and Duncan, plenty of shows on the locked on podcast network. We'll see you tomorrow and recap that game against the Timberwolves.